Hey, 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 everyone. This is Prashant, and I'll be your host for this section of the Mealman podcast called 321 with Mealman. We quickly talk about the format. The guest will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super helpful in their everyday lives. For those of you who do not know about Mailman, Mailman is an email plugin that delivers your emails in batches at times pre-selected by you. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero an everyday reality. You can start your free trial at mailmanhq.com. That is M-A-I-L-M-A-N-H-Q.com. You can find this link in the description below. Today, we have with us Nick Bull. Nick is a senior front-end developer with six plus years of experience in the web development field. He is also the author of Win the Interview Game that shares a system to help developers ace their interview and land their dream tech job. Nick also runs a 321 newsletter, much like the format of this podcast, and has over 4,000 plus subscribers. On his Twitter, he shares about web development and life in general. He has over 32,000 followers there. Make sure you follow him there too. Nick, we are so glad to have you here. I would like you to say some opening words. Yeah, hey everyone, Prashant introduced me very well. Uh, the only thing I should add is uh, I'm building a place where you can learn coding by playing coding games. So it's called uh, Coding Fantasy. And I'm working on it like full time right now. That sounds very interesting. Uh, so this will be uh, a free to use game for everyone or are you planning to make this a paid thing or a business kind of thing? It will be both. Uh, we have like one uh, free game where you can learn uh, Flexbox and we have one paid game where you can learn like CSS Grid. Oh, that's nice. I'll make sure to plug all these things, different things that you're doing around the development space in the description below so that our audience can easily reach there. Okay, so now let's quickly jump on to our interesting format, three to one format. So the first question I have for you today is, uh, what are the three ideas or books that you live by? So yeah, uh, the first book is Ray Dalio Principles. Uh, it's a book by hedge fund manager Ray Dalio based on principles he had developed while running uh, Bridgewater Associates. It's a very like successful American investment management firm that had uh, like a revenue of $46 billion in 2020. So the quote sounds like this. I only know that the happiest people are those who have understood their inner self and life according to it. And what it means to me is that when you truly understand why you are here and what you should do, you reach a state of like infinite happiness. And uh, for the last months, I'm constantly feeling myself in this state because I finally understood and accepted the inner self. So this quote highly uh, resonates with me. Uh, the second book uh, called Your Past by Masushita Kanasuke. Uh, it's a book by the founder of Panasonic about like life. And here's a quote. We all dream that nothing would bother us, that there would be no reason for the fear or despair, that it would be possible not to work and that all our needs would be met without any effort on our part. But could we then find something to live for? And, you know, I like this because I once did an experiment in which I did almost nothing for a week, like no work, no stress, just relaxation. And what happened next, I felt um, some kind of depressed because, you know, it was strange. Why do I feel depressed if I'm always relaxed and doing nothing? And the question turned out to be the answer. I realized that uh, there is no truth to only one side of life. 
you can't always be relaxed or always work. Uh, it's a cycle. Work, relax, do rest. And uh, like all living things on earth separate this way. Even our world works in cycles, like day at night, summer and winter. Uh, so I found this quote from this uh, book, Your Past, was like really profound for me. And the third book is Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Uh, everybody knows Naval, who... Uh, who is actually using Twitter. Uh, so basically, this book is a collection of Naval's wisdom from Twitter podcast and it says over the past decade. And uh, here's a quote. Don't take yourself so seriously. You're just a monkey with a plan. I love this quote, one of my favorites, because, uh, you know, I used to take my life seriously. Even every problem seemed difficult and important for me. Life was seen as something hard. Uh, until one day I heard from the CEO of one big company such thing that maybe, maybe we are just a bacteria in a petri dish. And you know, that phrase was the trigger to look at everything through this prism that our world is just like some sort of game and like I'm the main character on it. And when I face uh, some problem now, I just remind myself about this. And any problem becomes like easy for me and there is no longer seem as important. I no longer struggle and uh, in general life becomes easy, like yeah, some sort of simple life. You know, uh, I went from uh, viewing uh, it as something hard to something simple. So this quote uh, by Nova is very much in tune with me and what I'm going like through right now. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite interesting. And all the three uh, books that you shared were somewhat around life. And uh, none of them were around software development or web development, as, uh, as you're more interested in. Uh, but it's good to know uh, that you have this broad perspective on life. And uh, the books that you shared, uh, one is Ray Dalio's Principles, and it is an incredible book. I've read that yeah. too, and it shares those amazing life principles. And it, all of those are very meta principles. You need to really think about this principle and then start to apply uh, and the quote that you shared about how you first need to understand your purpose and then that's what actually brings meaning to your life and uh, and, and i'm very glad that you found your purpose uh would you like to share a glimpse of how did you find your purpose and what was it like or, and what was the process of getting to that purpose like it's a really hard question because you know it took me i think two years uh to understand it because um like every morning and every yeah like every day uh for two years i write um like my thoughts in a journal and um reflect on them i read a lot of books uh heard a lot of people and in general it's uh, you know you know when your like brain uh automatically connecting the dots you like can't um you know you just can't see it and think about what should I do in life? What my purpose in life? It's uh, some kind of like random uh, when like the life will tell you what you should do. And uh, the only advice I can give is that, um, you know, just try to do a lot of things, uh, read a lot of books and uh, do what really seems interesting to you right now. Yeah, and I will uh, talk about it more in like, our last question about the productivity trick. For, for sure. And uh, uh, another follow-up question to this one, a very small one at that, is like, uh, if you don't mind sharing, uh, what what was your age around when you actually found your purpose? 
like because a lot of people who are quite early in their lives are really struggling with their purpose and they feel that they should find it right now mm -hmm. they're not patient enough uh, so if, if you could share at what age did you find really find the right purpose for you so that other people can feel that okay they have time to figure it out and it's all fine so basically you're asking me for advice for young people right yeah basically uh, like how how fine is it if if you are like around uh, 10, 25 or maybe 30 years old uh, are you too late into the game or already or do you still have time to find your purpose should you find it in your early 20s or is it fine to not find it even in your 30s like what what is it like uh all right so right now i'm like 25 and uh i found it like maybe 2 months ago i think really found it because previously, like I saw that I found it like a, uh, like yeah, a year ago, but uh, I was misunderstood my purpose. And you know, uh, it really doesn't matter when you find it. Uh, what's matter is uh, that you found it, finally found it. And uh, it's okay to find it like when you're 15 and when you're 50 years old uh, and uh, my advice is follow your intrinsic motivation, uh, follow your um, like passion, uh, follow your dreams, and you just need to do a lot of things and uh, to uh, express yourself to the world, to life, life, to founding. You can't just uh, like sit uh, like in your room, uh, do one thing, and uh, magically find what you should do. It's really random. Um, you need to experience a lot of things to finally found it. Like, but it's only my my opinion about this question. Other people will have like some another. Yeah, absolutely. Another interesting point uh, that I noticed in this that you said that you you thought that you found your purpose a year back, but actually you just found it two months back. So th this this one is really important that you will be rediscovering your purpose as well. So it's it's yeah. not a final thing. It's not engraved in stone. Okay, this is your purpose. You can. As you grow older, you will find that new things interesting and new things will start inspiring you, motivating you, and you will gain new knowledge. So that may make you shift your purpose to something more important. And that's totally fine, as I can see in your case, right? Yeah, I should add only one thing. Uh, you know, many people um, mismatch purpose with like a job or with some like hobby or activity. Purpose is some, you know, tension that you are feeling every day that you need to somehow to like relax. So my attention is basically to uh, build some sort of things. It doesn't really matter what things, but uh, in general, I, I want to build something. And uh, it's not uh, somehow connected to some job. Uh, it's not connected to the programming like directly. Uh, so find what tension uh, you're feeling every day that you uh, want to like resolve relax uh, and uh, connect uh, the dots um, like um, look at your past uh, look at what you like to do when you was a child and uh, connect these dots yeah yeah for sure that, that definitely makes sense and another important point that you shared uh, was a quote from the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Uh, and in that you said that you're just a monkey with a, with a plan and you don't need to take yourself so seriously, right? And that's so important for so many people because we take ourselves so seriously. 
that you know we start pressurizing ourselves from our own expectations that what we should be doing and what we should not be doing and that takes starts taking a toll on us so this is really important that you're not that important and just just do what you, that feels right to you and enjoy the process and don't go too hard on yourself right yeah yeah so that's great so now asking my next a big question for you that who are the two people that you look up to the most and why uh yeah good question so um, i'm not looking up to someone 100% only like in some way so one of these people is sergey fagem uh it's a russian entrepreneur who moved from operating with systems like productivity systems life systems to operating through following his intrinsic motivation and now sharing great ideas about the world and life uh, through uh, this prism and the next person is, is uh, nick bull version two <laughs> so i figure out the principles and rules i want to life uh, my life by uh, wrote them down and called them nick version two and it's like uh, the best version of myself uh, i'm reading uh, every morning these principles so i can always remind myself of what is important to me and how i want to life my life yeah uh, those are very two interesting people that you shared uh, and the first point you shared about how this person you know shifted from collective systems to intrinsic motivation and since our next question is also about productivity uh, we can discuss this a little bit as a lead up to that that uh, you know how how important do you think are these productivity systems or tricks are in respect to you know maybe intrinsic motivation because productivity is about getting work out of you some way or the other by applying different tricks and intrinsic yeah. motivation is what you essentially feel like doing you know you're intrinsically motivated so how do you compare these two it's an answer to our like sort question about productivity trick so you know i've used dozen of productivity tricks and they've been useful uh, you can literally find my article where i describe them all it's called how i can code for 8 hours uh, without feeling tired or getting tired and uh, right now i don't use them uh, because i've discovered how to stay productive like 24/7 instead of 8 hours and i can only do it one way by following my intrinsic motivation so there's a trick and the thing is uh, i use productivity tricks when i uh, don't want to do some tasks or activities and uh, when basically you're like spend your mental energy to do so some sort of things uh, the productivity tricks are really useful but uh, when you like um, do some creative stuff or when you do what you love then uh, basically following intrinsic motivation uh, help to like always feel productive always feel motivated and uh, this is like a missing trick from a lot of productivity books yeah yeah i totally agree with that uh that's not mentioned in any of the productive books that you just follow interesting motivation and whatever you feel motivated to doing so all all these books are about how to get work out of you by hook or by crook right uh so uh so is that is that the trick that you wanted to share uh, or is that something different yes yeah, there's a trick you know i should have one thing that you know I went from a strict productivity system yeah to following my intrinsic motivation and started to do more by doing less feel like uh, more motivated and in focus and uh, the only problem with it you know that intrinsic motivation like 
uh, is something that you can follow that you can't follow 100 of the time because right now uh, we live in a capitalistic world where when you need to uh, make money and sometimes you need to do things you don't want to do and uh, right now i'm like in in state when i can follow it 100 of the time but i can't uh, recommend it to like everybody who listens to this podcast because uh everybody uh everyone can like you know uh like someone can uh work on the job they don't want to work and they can't follow intrinsic motivation like i can right now so you need to know about uh, this thing but uh, you also need to know that you can't always follow it 100 of the time so it's basically a magic trick um, to feel 100 of the time like productive and motivated but uh, you can't use this 100 of the time so this trick is like uh, some sort of limited for everybody for sure yeah that's very true uh everyone cannot just go by their intrinsic motivation because their work might demand something else from them and they might be intrinsically motivated for something else so th- that caveat is definitely there uh but uh, in case in case you ever have these situations where uh you're not intrinsically motivated to do something but you have to do that thing then are, are there any tricks or things that you do to get to working on that thing that you're not intrinsically motivated by or do you just let that be so you're asking about my tricks uh, my productivity tricks uh, that i use when i need to do something that i don't want to do right exactly one or two would be good yeah okay um so mm, give me a minute to like compress them in two or three uh, tricks for sure so okay uh you know the first thing is to have a plain to-do list like simple to-do list uh on on a piece of paper or in notion or in notes in any app so it, it needs to be like plain and simple like five things five five to-dos like three to-dos nothing nothing more complex so to-do list is a must the second thing you need to create a shadow when you do things and what you do and the third thing you need to use some sort of your own productivity system uh, so basically it's some kind of some sort of stuff that uh, you find useful and that help you to stay productive so for me is uh, the first thing to use pomodoro timer uh, the second thing is to uh, remove all distraction uh like people music every noise and uh, like the last one is to focus on one task at a time yeah so let's summarize it's shadow uh to-do list and some sort of system in my system is uh it's like pomodoro technique uh remove all distraction and uh, you need to focus on one task at a time so yeah 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 that's a really good productivity system uh in a very concise way just have to do list and a schedule and a system just three things and you should be fine and then you should use tools like pomodoro technique to put away all the distractions to be able to focus on one task at a time right so thank you for sharing that one uh, i believe that'll be very helpful for our audience who can simply apply this and see if this works for them 
lastly, as we are towards the end of this uh, recording, I would like to ask you that if anyone from our audience would like to reach you or, or follow your journey, what would be the best way? So yeah, follow me on Twitter and subscribe to my three to one newsletter where I share uh, three um, tech news to web development guys and one best tweet of the week that I found useful or helpful. Yeah, super cool. So I'll make sure that all those links are put in the description below so that uh, anyone from our audience can easily get to your profile to follow you. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Nick, for doing this with us. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, thank you, Prashant.